Welcome listeners to Short Story Saturday on A Writer's Life. I'm your host, Heike Bohm, the author of the novel Secrets in the Shadows. Short Story Saturday is a weekly podcast where you get to hear stories from writers around the world on A Writer's Life. I love being read too. I'm recording on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Squamish Nation. I'm thrilled to be in conversation today with Megan Hakkinen. Megan Hakkinen is a writer and ultra-endurance cyclist from British Columbia's West Coast. Her two-wheel adventures have taken her from Haida Gwaii to Mexico's high plateaus across Canada and the United States and North Cape of Tarifa along some of Europe's highest paved roads. Megan is a Trans Am Bike Race North Cape 4000 and a Paris Brest Paris Beret finisher, as well as the 2019 24 hour world time trial champion and current course record holder in the women's division. Megan's writing explores relationships, experiences on the road, and encounters with wild places. She's the author of South Away, the Pacific Coast on Two Wheels, published by New West Press in 2019 finalist of the 2020 Kobo Emerge Writer's Prize Nonfiction, as well as 2020 Alberta Book Publishing Award Trade Nonfiction. Megan has an MFA in writing from the University of Saskatchewan and lives on the traditional ancestral unceded territory of the Silix Okanagan people in the Okanagan Valley. Welcome, Megan. Hi, thanks for having me. Do you remember your first day of school, and what was that day like for you? My first day of school. My mother walked me across the street on my first day of kindergarten class at Colebrook Elementary School in Surrey. Because we lived just across the street, I had watched school kids come and go, Monday to Friday, from our living room window, eagerly anticipating my turn to participate in this sacred rite of passage known as school. My teacher, Mr. Blair, greeted us at the outside door to the classroom, which I imagine painted a glossy navy blue or perhaps a deep seagull's wing gray. He was wearing painter's overalls dashed in brilliant blues and reds, bald except for a few white strands around his ears that matched his overalls. He wore glasses and invited me into a classroom of mayhem and chaos. All of us kids, we ran wild built castles out of blocks that teetered towards collapse and painted murals on massive scraps of drawing paper taped to the walls. I raced around the classroom in giddy circles and made new friends until I was utterly, completely exhausted. Luckily, it was story time. Everything becomes blurry from here on out, but in general, I remember that story time followed recess and I enjoyed it very much. Even now, I love the sudden halt of activity after a busy day, the thought of nothing else to do but listen to stories. Today, I'm going to share four short nonfiction pieces about cycle touring, from the Pacific coast to the mighty Cascades to the hot, dry olive groves of Spain. I hope you enjoy.
1. Eureka to San Francisco, Disc 1, 207, JPEG. Originally published in Poetry All Over the Floor, a Tonight It's Poetry anthology. A thousand miles from home, yellowed ranches, a hillside devoured by mist, land literally falling into frothy Pacific. Sister, straddling your touring bike in Steinbeck country, side of the 101, yellow double line same color as your panniers, your Heidi blonde braids. Tell me, what do you see? Do you wonder about ranchers in white-walled farmhouses set back from the highway's blitz? Or maybe the eucalyptus breeze reawakens your own agrarian heart. That summer seeding pumpkins when you lived in a treehouse before you joined me. Tell me, do you miss it? Or perhaps you look ahead to San Fran's bobsled steep hills and Chinatown's bakery donuts, to Venice's muscle men whirling on gymnast rings, to the retired with cataracts miner, Umberto, who served coffee while rain slicked our bicycles in the Baja Desert, to sleeping in wet swimsuits under a banana leaf palapa in Santa's pack. All of it still to come. 2. Cycling North Cascades Highway Originally published in Brilliant Flash Fiction, online. Saddle sores like raw ground beef. The climb? Tedious. Last night we pitched camp overlooking Diablo Lake. Electric turquoise bordered by steep green. Kerouac was once here. I think of him to escape monotony. Already, my partner Toby and I run short on conversation. But out there, beyond huckleberry bushes and highway firs, Desolation Peak. Matchbox Hut Fire Lookout where Kerouac observed unbelievable jags and twisted rock and snow-covered immensities, summer of 56. Romantic, if you're not pedaling up said mountains slower than sap trickling down a trunk on North Cascades Highway in September, surrounded by needled trees like amorphous toilet plungers in green, Forever green, unless cushioned in snow, those dug firs, mountain hemlock, and lodgepole pines. At last, Washington Pass, 5,477 feet. The pain in my ass subsides momentarily. A printed note stuck to the elevation sign. Congrats, cyclists. You've made it. Sharpie arrow pointing down to a brown paper gift bag. Contents? Two crisp red apples, two cans of Rainier beer, One homemade brownie. I tear the baked good in two, devour my half on a stump, scarved with moss. Toby chews, contemplative. Cautions perhaps I shouldn't have eaten with such haste. I'm hungry, I say, chomping an apple. Rock dust of passing RVs sticks to moist hairs on my forearms. He asks if I know what type of brownie this is. We push off downhill. I am soaring. Speedometer reads 52 kilometers an hour faster than an osprey flies, too quick to break for photographs and no need to breathe, air lodges itself into my lungs. I just keep my eyes open, swoop into the turns, twist like a feather shrug loose from a marble-eyed bird perched atop a fir on the cliff of Desolation Peak. 3. Highway to Neverland Originally published in Untethered Magazine, Volume 2.1 We ride south-southeast from the Oregon-California border, my partner Toby and I. Days measured in miles and nights mapped by stars. The highway is a lonely place for bicycles. 
where insights of geography are gleaned from hunter breakfast specials at open early restaurants, and Shasta Gemstone Healer's talk of white-robed Lemurians living under the mountain. I'd hope for more wildlife than a black-tailed deer splayed on camouflage tarp in the back seat of a passing jeep. Choking on fumes from 18-wheelers and RVs looking like refrigerators tipped sideways, we grind up the shoulder of the high cascades, the roadmap peaked and green with Brokoff Mountain, Pilot Pinnacle, and Chaos Crags. But when we reach Lassen's Volcanoes, I amend it, sketch sun-glow yellow sulfur deposits, boiling mud pots, ashy hills with toothpick pines and the pink dome of sunset. It won't last long. Veering from blacktop, we jounce along pine-needled tracks until the chattering creek surges and the woods open up. An abandoned fire pit. Neverland, knifed into a rough-cut bench. Home to our ultralight tent for the next 24 hours. Moonlight scatters like tinsel across the creek as we devour hobo shepherd's pie. Ravenous. Fingers grimy with chain oil and mashed potatoes wiped on pants as though we no longer recall the time we use napkins. As though the other world doesn't exist. As though we've disappeared and sparks lift from the blaze like pixie dust. Four, and lastly, Pool Time with Louis. Originally published in Release Any Words Stuck Inside of You 2, Canadian Flash Fiction and Poetry. Gravel tracks wind from white-walled San Pablo du Busiete, past puckered oranges primed to be plucked and trucked to every corner of Spain. At 70, Louis remains a live wire behind the wheel, lipstick to match auburn red hair, unfazed by high noon heat. We met this afternoon when she offered me, a wayward bicycle tourist from the flatlands of Saskatchewan, a bed for the night. Yesterday, I dreamt under an olive tree of Atlantic waves laminating cool against swollen knees. I awoke to dawn's carmine horizon. The stabbing headlights of work trucks, my cue to pack up, hit the road. Now, Stone skitter and two pint-sized backseat drivers bark encouragement as Louis angles between potholes. No brakes required. Scared? Don't be. Learn to drive in Cambridge, she says. Been living in Andalusia since before you were born. A corrugated gate reveals an abandoned vacation home belonging to a friend. Swimming pool glimmering under leafy boughs. Renters took off without paying the gardener, Louis laments producing a key from her woven basket and a dusty bottle of red wine from the kitchen cupboard. She knifes a garden cucumber and bright red tomatoes over a wooden cutting board in just her black knickers as I pour two glasses and fetch Gruyere, bread, and Louis's homegrown oranges from the basket. Swim first, Louis asks, setting the salad on coffee table glass long overdue for a wipe before shifting hands to hips. As girls... We giggled about the breasts of women in swimming pool change rooms resembling headlights and now, staring at Louis, I become a deer. Cannot look away. Pale as marble, in beautiful contrast to copper-flecked shoulders, sun-spotted hands, bandied about with unabashed confidence in company of a stranger. Is this what it is to be seventy? Louis splashes into the deep end as I step out of my sweat-damp dress, hook my bra over the back of a deck chair. The dogs race at fever pitch until she emerges, hair slicked to skull, eyelids serenely lidded. I am learning not to be shy with my body. 
took lessons from French women on the Côte d'Azur who read paperbacks while puffing cigarettes on beach towels and only their thongs. But still, I hesitate, more at ease navigating mountain roads and camping in olive groves than revealing my own skin. Overhead, a pomegranate tree's unripe green orbs chameleon into waxy foliage. A day-ghost half-moon floats in jet-streaked sky. I avoid looking down and pray that my feet land squarely on each pool step, surrender to the cool as it satiates swollen soles, tight-muscled quadriceps. Louis passes with aquatic grace, a determined front crawl, while I hunt dead bugs and bleach bougainvillea leaves from the surface. When we were girls, we used to invent new ways of swimming, she says. Like this. Louis torpedoes through the water, legs egg-beating as she slow-swishes her arms. I mimic her movements, but it's harder than it looks. We laugh our way into shallows and I exhale. Look past the panting dog's concrete deck, magenta bougainvillea. Place both hands on my hips and relish the prickle of breeze on exposed flesh. A newfound sense of freedom. That was a reading by Megan Hackenden. For more information on her, check the links below. And while you're at it, why not subscribe to A Writer's Life? And if you want more information about myself and my novel Secrets in the Shadows, visit my website at www.heigabohm.ca. For a kinder world, take care of each other.